You're listening to Creative Thursday, episode number 317. Welcome to Creative Thursday with Marisa Ann Cummings. We're talking all things life, business, and creativity with a special focus on helping artists confidently and consistently sell their creations to their ideal collectors online. Intended to inspire and empower you wherever you are on your creative journey, both personally and professionally. Enjoy and thank you for listening. It's Marisa, and I have a special three-part series that I am going to kick off with you today, and let's get right to it. This series is all about what I'm calling the energy of selling, and specifically for artists, right? The energy of selling your art or your creative work. So specific for professional creatives, I consider anything that you make basically falling under the category of art. You may know me, you may know me, you may have been listening for a long time, or you may be new to me, especially if someone just referred you to this episode and my experience in selling includes everything from when I started my first company, I actually pitched my business. I was talking to investors. So I wasn't even selling a product I made. The product I made was my business. And um, that was it. That was the very first step when it came to selling myself, my work, my dreams, my passion, what I believed in. And I ultimately walked away from that particular business because I wanted to put that kind of energy and effort into something that was mine that I created. But before I did, I had an article written about me. I had investors following me. I was I had a board, a trusted board of directors who were founders of companies. And so it would be safe to say from that experience and the other, the other areas of experience that I'll quickly share with you that I'm natural at selling when it's something I believe in. And we are going to talk more about that, of course. In terms of my art, I have sold original paintings. I'm primarily a visual artist. Prints of that work, uh, sculptures, small sculptures that I've created of my characters, a variety of products that I've made with my art. I've also sold designs to licensing companies and to fabric design companies. I sold my book idea to a publisher and had a published book. I've sold, I've authored, illustrated, and sold children's books. I have created and sold stationery, including a planner. I have sold notebooks. I have sold my own cards and then also licensed, sold images to 
greeting card companies and uh, where I licensed my imagery for them to use for their greeting card line. And I know there's more, but that'll just give you a quick overview. Oh yes, there's a whole lot more. Um, As an educator, a mentor, a creative business coach, Uh, to artists and creatives. I have sold my expansive artist membership, group coaching programs, one-on-one coaching, VIP days. I have an artful selling course. I have sold art retreats. Um, We have one coming or rather we have a workshop in Los Angeles coming in November. More on that soon. And I have sold offers within those programs. And so, you know, the bottom line is we are not professionals. We don't have a business unless we are making money and we are selling something. Okay. So why am I choosing to have this conversation and create this in a series of episodes? Because there's going to be a lot of food for thought. So let's take it one step at a time. Two, we are about to save the date, host our third small studio Sunday within, well, featuring the expansive artists and small studio Sunday is a virtual art opening an event. We're going to have a live pass the mic on social media where you're going to get to meet a whole bunch of the artists participating. You're going to see demos. You're going to learn about them, their work, their studios, their favorite supplies, a whole variety of creative inspiration on Sunday, August 27th. And so more details coming for you to join us on that day and see all of the artists and their new work, which will be at smallstudiosunday.com. And it had me thinking about this conversation. And probably as I've shared with you, I've also recently gone through 12 weeks, which is now going into um, an additional months of coaching. I'm going to be Uh, educated with my mentor over an entire year, but there was an 12-week intensive period of coaching where this is what we do, right? Coaches are different from teachers, are different from educators in general. They are a special subset of education where we typically work with you at what I would say is a deeper level. There is, we're, we're helping you to uncover some of what I'm going to be talking to you about in these episodes that may ultimately be um, areas of our thinking habits, beliefs uh, that are hindering us from really reaching that next level in our business. And I really, I'm using, I'm being thoughtful about how I describe this because hindering, it sounds, you know, can sound so frustrating to feel like sometimes we are self-sabotaging. We're not doing that consciously. We are doing that in essence, subconsciously, which is not really helpful either, especially for those of us who like to feel like we're in control of our circumstances. I remember when that was brought to my attention before I started going to therapy, specifically EMDR therapy for a period of time, I thought, why didn't anyone tell me this? That um, I believe it's 95% of our decisions are through the subconscious, not the conscious. 
So one way in is through coaching as well. Uh, I would advise that you be really specific about who you trust with that. And uh, same with therapy. Not everyone who's a coach or a therapist is uh, maybe the best fit for you. That if you have any questions around that at any point, I'd be happy to have a conversation around it or even uh, bring my therapist on to have a conversation, bring more coaches on. What we're coming to discover in a saturated education marketplace, and uh, please don't interpret saturated as anything wrong, that there's anything wrong with that. This is an incredible time, as I say so often, filled with possibilities where you can learn pretty much anything you want to learn from someone who's got a lot of experience. Where I see the education market shifting is that there is a need for people who have the ability, the experience, the training to go to a deeper level of helping you unlock some individual individual beliefs. We have a lot of practical tips. Education covers the how-to steps. And for me personally, this is where I reached a place on my journey where I thought, well, I've got all the information. I've got all the mentorship, the support, and I'm still hitting a ceiling. Why is that? And uh, we can talk about the quality of the questions you ask is will determine the quality of your life. Uh, this is something one of my mentors quotes Richard Bandler all the time. And so technically that's not a great quality question. <laughs> like, why am I hitting my head against the wall? Why am I hitting the ceiling? But that's usually the first one that comes to mind. Uh, there are better questions to ask to unlock why you might be feeling somewhat stuck or frustrated or feeling like you're repeating some kind of a pattern. And this is, again, where someone whom you trust, who has experience, can help you to go to a little bit of a deeper level than a checklist of steps of what to do next in, in your art business, because you might not be doing those steps. You might be feeling procrastination in those steps because you've got some beliefs that are hindering. They they do hinder. Uh, again, you're not trying to get in your own way. You're not trying to keep yourself from success. But, you know, these terms are tossed out a lot. Like, I'm afraid of success. I'm, af I'm afraid of putting my work out there. I'm afraid, yes, maybe, but let's let's go farther than just everyone glomming on to these statements now. There is an awareness. We talk a lot about mindset. I hope you really enjoyed last week's episode with my guest, Nick Demas. I thought it would be a beautiful lead-in for some of the conversation I want to have with you here. You know, there's a lot of conversation, a lot of people talking about this, and you want to be discerning about where you're getting your information from, um, ultimately how it's resonating with you and get some clarity on what it is that you want to improve in your own life uh, in specifically to what we're talking about in your creative business. And, you know, not everyone who's having a conversation around manifestation, mindset, coaching 
from my perspective, but I also have a lot of life experience now to go along with the educational experience I have is um, presenting it in a way that feels healthy or right to me. Um, There are a few people I've seen that are doing that. And I also want to open this conversation by saying I... uh, I am doing my best to be very thoughtful about what I share here. I want to make it very clear to you that um, there is zero judgment for me or any, uh, I say this often, but I'm not here to, I'm not here to judge you or to make you feel shame or make you feel like you've done or are doing anything wrong. Okay. Never, ever. Um, I get passionate about this, so please don't misinterpret that as me directing anything at you personally. I often feel frustrated just for what I experienced on this journey, which brings me to, um, I have experienced pretty much everything I'm going to share with you here, and that's why I feel like I'm at a place now where I can begin to have this conversation. Do I still have work to do? 100%. Um, Am I doing that work all the time? Yes, on a daily basis. On a daily basis, it matters that much to me. I don't also like the word work because it sounds like drudgery. And I think we're throwing that around too. I don't know that it needs to feel like drudgery. I think there's a lot that we do naturally just in on the path of finding joy in our lives that comes intuitively that gets us here also. But it does bring you, it it can be confronting. And I think that's the part that feels like work because as a society, I also believe that we haven't actually Uh, been taught how to have any kind of conflict or confrontation in a healthy way or how to communicate in a healthy way. Uh, That's not in our school system. That's not part of our overall education. If we're fortunate enough to have uh, elders in our life, parents, mentors, people who can guide us through that, uh, bosses and friends, that's great, but there's not a lot of conversation around that. So let's just call this the beginning. Uh, as I, I shared with Nick's episode, um, number 316, that was last week. If you haven't heard it, highly recommend it that this is the beginning of a, of a slightly different conversation on creative Thursday with Marisa. And that's because I'm in a slightly different place intentionally. And I'm excited to begin sharing more of this with you. And so let's, let's dive in. No judgment from me, no judgment from you to you either. It does not serve any purpose if we begin to internalize any of this or use it as any reason, any other reason, if you've been like me to kind of beat up on yourself. Um, I'm hard enough on myself as it is And it's something that I am working on. And so I don't share this with you for you to then take it and be hard on yourself in the same way that I have been myself. And lastly, and this is not throwing blame. uh, It can be really tempting when we're doing this work to just want to blame everyone. Our parents, our, our teachers, our peers, our friends, our coaches, it just doesn't matter. Blame is a natural place that we want to go to that keeps us safe if we can take it off of us and the transformation that we actually will need to experience to live the growth or or to um, grow in a way that will invite us to live 
what we want to live, there's going to be discomfort in that. And so we just push it off on blame. And one of those is society. And society has also taught us a lot uh, that we are now realizing maybe not so healthy. Uh, A lot of what we were taught, honestly, was by people potentially who did not want to did not have an abundant nature and believe there's room for everyone and um, who, you know, might have wanted to keep you in a box and keep you in your place. Well, those days are done if we choose for them to be. But that means there's a lot of lip service being given to beliefs that don't serve us, that if you want to sell your art successfully, you want to grow a thriving creative business, they are not going to serve you. Okay, so now that we got the ground rules, let's dive into part one of this conversation around what I'm calling the energy of selling your art. Again, you can take all the steps. You can make the art, you can grow your social media following, you can start email marketing, you can you know, put your work out for, for sale, for purchase. And what if something doesn't happen? And that happens too, right? Um, Even if your energy is in a good place, this is what's so unique about art and selling art is that there's a lot of discovery that has to happen by each individual artist on this journey. So this is yet another avenue in to see if this makes sense for you and what you're experiencing. But what I've noticed, uh, especially from people who quit, I'm working with people so closely over these last uh, four years, basically nonstop, is there are patterns that I've not only come to recognize in myself, like I said, here I am, I've experienced this, but also in in the people I see that begin to succeed with the work they're creating and uh, those who will just stop and give up. And or, you know, make a conscious decision to walk away, which is totally fine as well. Uh, It's really sad, though, when you see someone giving up and convincing themselves as to the reasons why. And there's not there's no amount of me going in to get anyone that's going to change that because it's really up to you. So this is why the energy of selling your art is so important. And I don't see it being talked about. So, again. Here's where we're going to start with this. I'm calling this part one uh, awareness. And as I as I was sharing lastly, because we're having small studio Sunday, um, this is also extra inspiration for artists participating in small studio Sunday to take this conversation of selling to the next level because we're working towards that in the next um, three weeks, technically three and a half. So inspired by Small Studio Sunday, inspired by my experiences, inspired by the work I have done mentoring artists consistently for the last, actually, I guess it's almost five years. Here we go. I'm really teasing this out, aren't I? Okay. Awareness is the first step to change. Awareness. And let's just leave it there because of course, I want to take you through the steps as to once you have awareness about how you're feeling, how you may then transform that into a transformation that will help you break through. 
to the next level of where you want to be in your business. So I'm going to give you seven questions. And no one is going to see what you write down. So you're on the honor system. If you do feel like sharing any any insight you get, any of this with me, absolutely, I invite you to DM me over on Instagram at Creative Thursday. And these questions are likely to go a little deeper. All right. So number one, how do you feel when you're being sold to? And I'm going to ask you on the honor system to be completely honest with yourself. Number two, so, you know, grab your pen and paper. I would recommend journaling these because I think a lot more comes through when you are using pen to paper versus when you're typing, but you do you. Number two is how do you feel about selling your work? And again, you heard everything I've sold at the beginning and I, I've probably left, oh, I sold a series <laughs> via Kickstarter. Um, I sold a, a whole YouTube series and uh, sponsorship to the YouTube series. So you've heard a whole variety of things I've sold in my businesses over the years. So how do you feel about selling what it is that you do? Is it your work? Is it also you and what you have to offer? Because that is a very large part of being an artist is also selling you as the artist, even if you tend to be more private. And uh, number three, how do you feel about people? And I'm going to add a note here, who appear. We don't ever know how anyone's really feeling on social media, even if they're really good at making confident videos over and over and over. We don't know. So we've got to put an asterisk here. They appear to be confidently, you know, confident in themselves and and successful in business, in their career, in what they do. How do you feel? Number four, how do you feel about social media? And I want you to write down about scrolling and posting. Number five, how do you feel about email marketing, getting and sending emails? So getting them and sending them. Number six, how do you feel about people who make money doing what they love and then let's take that a step further and say, and make a lot of money. And you are the one to define that. What is a lot? What's an, a, a could be a ridiculous, I'm doing air quotes, a ridiculous amount of money. And lastly, number seven, how do you feel about your work, about what you create? So write all of these out. Take as much time as you need. Genuinely give some thought to this. And this is where we're going to pause part one of this episode. And then I'm going to be back with you next Thursday for part two of this, of this series of the energy of selling your art. So 
until then, thanks so much for listening and I'll see you for part two, which will be episode number 318. Creative Thursday is recorded by me, Marisa. You can find all things Creative Thursday at creativethursday.com and learn about how I can support you in building and growing your thriving artist business at creativethursdaycourses.com. Be sure to hit subscribe to get the next episode as soon as it drops. And if this episode has inspired you, share it with a friend and fellow creative and leave a positive review so that more listeners can be introduced to the Creative Thursday message and mission to empower artists to know their worth, value their work, and consistently artfully sell to their ideal collectors online so that they can make more beautiful art all in support of living a life they love Coming together as a creative community, we uplift and support one another while encouraging and being an example for more people all over the world to dream big and believe in what is possible for them.